Welcome back to another episode of Director Showdown. Here's your non-clever intro. I spent a good few seconds trying to think of Mm -hmm. something, some pun. But, you know, it just didn't punch me right away. Yep, you didn't get... I'm just a sucker. (laughs) I was just going to say, you didn't get a sucker punch of inspiration. (laughs) Well, you know. At the last minute. Which is what we always hope for and, frankly, always fall short in reality. At least at least we get it sometimes. 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 You know. Every now and then we're blessed. Mm-hmm. But clearly you know this episode is on we're back in uh Zack Snyder's corner mm-hmm. and we're doing Sucker Punch, a movie that we Brent and I have not ever seen before. Yeah. Made in 2011? 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. Um hot off of Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. Which yeah. wasn't too successful, but successful you enough, know, right? Yeah, it yeah. was it actually was, I think, considered a success because yeah. off of that he decided to make this movie. Um this other guy had written a previous draft, a guy, Steve Shibuya, um, had written, you know, a prior draft and, and Snyder saw in that, I think, a lot of stuff that he thought was exciting. Um, there are some really fun quotes. Oh, is this where... Yeah, I mean, this is one thing he said about it. Uh, on the other hand, though, it's fetishistic and personal. I like to think that my fetishes aren't that obscure. Who doesn't want to see girls running down the trenches of World War I wreaking havoc? I'd always had an interest in those worlds, comic books, fantasy art, animated films. I'd like to see this. That's how I approach everything and then keep pushing it from there. Hey, I respect that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a cool... It's it's cool that he had the leeway at this time because, you know, 300 was a big hit. He's Watch, basically, yeah. you know, rifing with just a, a big a big budget right now, right? I mean... Yeah, oh boy. That's something I think we're going to circle back around to because yeah. it's like... And it's it's so funny how we've done Rifen already on the show, but yeah. like Snyder very much feels like frat Rifen, if that makes sense. Hell yeah, dude! I think he's That's like frat dude Rifen, where like <laughs> Rifen is right. like kind of the art house guy, mm. where he obviously has his kind of like you know pulpier uh, origins and things that he likes, and he loves horror movies and gore. Mm. But just the approaches, man, are are very different. Um, and, uh, you know, Z- Zack Snyder is just, uh, just a, a cool dude having fun. And that's what we all <laughs> wanted want to be, right? He's just a guy being a dude. A guy being a dude. Yeah. What's Sucker wrong punch. with Sucker Punch? <laughs> this movie is, man, let's just get into it. Well, okay, well, you, okay, but you did say, oh, okay, yeah. you know, it's rare that we come mm. to a movie ha- both having not seen mm. it. Um, what are your initial impressions? You thought I might not be on the mark in, in what I think you think of this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I really wanted to see this movie when it came out. It just never got the chance to. 
I even had mm. Emily Browning's like eyes as a desktop background. That was when I would like, you know, always customize my MacBook with mm-hmm. all so- sorts of girls. I had an Emma Stone wallpaper. Yeah. Okay. And Emily Browning's uh so, eyes in okay. this so one. Okay. So Emily Browning was the Oh yeah, the dude. Adam those those was, pigtails, yeah. man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean the whole sailor outfit. What, what I mean, come on, man. I get it. I mean, I was a big Sailor Moon fan, so okay. it, it just—it all just lined up. <laughs> I didn't get to see it, and I just assumed that it was just a good movie because I didn't see it, you know. <laughs> and I always wanted to circle back and watch it, but I never—I kind of got scared because I heard about its reviews, and I just yeah. never came around to it. And I think this was our perfect opportunity to, um, you know, get into it. So my expectations were already pretty low. You know, like yeah. just because it's one of his worst joints, I'd say, of mm-hmm. his filmography, from what I've heard. And uh, but I I I kept an open mind throughout the whole film, and uh, it it to to use a metaphor, <laughs> I was thinking about this while I was I was coming home today, on like what I would say about this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're you're on like Sixth Street and you see this gorgeous woman and she's just trashed beyond hell. Yeah. And you don't and she's talking about something and you're trying to keep up with her and it's just gibberish. There's there's not like it's not even anything intelligent. It's just like you know, where's the bathroom or like my ex-boyfriend broke up with me or yeah. Yeah. Or something, just something you just don't know what's happening, but you're like, I'm going to stick with you. Cause, cause you know, you're really pretty and I don't want you to get in any trouble, <laughs> you know? And yeah. that's how I kind of feel about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I mean, I hope we can decipher it more during this podcast, but it is very confusing, and I yeah. don't think there's anything that um, I don't think there's anything deeper anyway. But we'll try mm. to we'll try to do it. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Okay. So how about how about you? Yeah, I think uh, I think you and me are are very in sync on our our take on this movie. Okay, good, I think yeah. it's it's very audacious. It's very visually interesting, but that's kind of something that you expect out of a a Snyder movie at this point. Um, going in, yeah, I knew the reviews were bad, and I knew that it was the way that it was like marketed was like a Alice in Wonderland meets like guns, anime like guns, and like yeah. guns and like geekdom. Yeah, yeah, and I was like. And I remember, yeah, like seeing the the trailer before a movie or something back when it came out and being like, that looks fucking crazy. And I think I didn't see it because of the reviews and I was like, I kind of dismissed it. Yeah. Um, And watching it, yeah, I kept being like, it feels like there are disconnected elements all over this movie Mm -hmm. and i totally get what he's a very modular modular movie definitely in a bad way in a bad way yeah Yeah, where it's like if he could have synced up these things emotionally and thematically yeah i think there could have been 
something really, really special because he has a lot of fun with the, you know, <laughs> all the samurai dragon shit. And maybe mm. that stuff being as crazy is part of the issue. Um, and I was one of the quotes I read is like, he didn't want anything, you know, at least their fantasy sequences, the action sequences or what are her, her dance sequences, oddly enough, um, yeah, like grounded yeah. in any realism, like at all. Like he wanted it to kind of betray all reality. And I get that on paper. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. I do. Um, ultimately, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it. Uh, but uh, not that there's it, not stuff. To yeah, it, it's hard to love, I think. You would have to make up a lot of uh, excuses for it. But there are yeah. things to love, I, I, I guess I should say. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I guess we'll just, you know, you, you want to just, talk, just talk di- to dive yeah, in. Let's, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, so uh, the story opens in the real world. And I feel like that's important <laughs> to, to just like ground yeah. ourselves in. Well, I don't even know if we can make that. I guess not. Either. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of ambiguity here. Yeah. Um, so, so there's yeah. like the unreliable narrator problem in, in this movie. Like you don't. Oh, yeah. You really don't. Like Baby Doll played by Emily Browning, who I might say Emily Browning did not do. Uh, a, <laughs> she was pretty. She was. She's really. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. But she certainly earned the title baby doll and i put emphasis on doll there <laughs> because of uh yeah. the, not too much not not too much of a performative um thing for her. Yeah. i mean like i haven't seen anything else emily browning has done have you all i have yeah. seen is the series of unfortunate events movie yeah which she plays violet bottler or something like that how mm. do i almost remember that name um, but Man, yeah, the Jim yeah. Carrey one. Yeah. And she was like, okay in it. She's okay I think she it. was like kind of a, uh, you know, this era and a little before she was kind of like an up and coming, you know, child or teen actor, actress. And, um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I also wasn't, you know, she's kind of student. They just filling in a role there, you know, that's it. Yeah. I'd almost argue that not many people are great in this, except maybe like Oscar Isaac, just because Oscar they're given, he's pretty, he's pretty, pretty good because he always yeah. is, you know. I just feel like the, um, the yeah. I mean, the main characters are are all these girls, and they're really not given much like characterization at all. Yeah, like yeah. that's a big issue of. the I movie. mean, um, Sweet Pea has a little bit, but not too much. Yeah, which one is Sweet Pea again? She's um, the one who gets the Australian what? rapper. What's her name? Yeah. She's a rapper. You know that? I didn't know. She's the leader. That gets okay. away. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't huh. know she was a rapper either. Yeah. But she looks. Man, I could. I thought she was Catherine Heigl for like a, a long time in this movie. She does look like a young Catherine Heigl. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But she just looked a little bit different. Yeah. But she had a little bit. Some few moments. Jenna Malone kind of had that typical. Um, mm-hmm. You know the the starry eyed hopeful like victim. You know. Yeah, Jenna uh, Malone's kind of doing her thing. I mean, Jenna Malone's great. I, I I love I love seeing her in movies. Yeah, you know, 
Um, she speaking of Rifen, Rifen, you know, popped up in a couple Rifens, Neon Demon, at least Neon Demon, and yeah. uh, I th- probably another one. The show, she was in the show. I oh think. yeah, she yeah. was. She was the crazy lady. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the counselor or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Amanda Seafried was almost baby doll. I could I could see that. Yeah, she was yeah. cast, and then she had to drop out. They also almost had Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, Emma Stone. So, like, they had some heavy hitters and I think had to get, you know... Man, the, other the horny levels on on that... Oh, uh, boy. Listen, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I mean, it would have been a love movie at that point. I mean, no matter what... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Put Emma Brie Stone? Larson tried out for it, I guess, apparently. What? I mean, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to get myself in trouble. I know we're gonna cancel ourselves. <laughs> Just being horn dogs on here, but a lot of uh, yeah, young actresses because I think it was like a it was a hot property at the time where it's like yeah, the guy coming off of Watchmen and Three Hundred is making a. Th- this is also how he viewed this movie: is he was like, I did Three Hundred and it was an all male thing. I want to do the opposite side of that, you know, which is yeah, you know, I get it. Um, and uh, yeah, but yeah, we should talk through it. So. Emily Browning gets, you know, checked into this mental hospital because her, like, super terrible stepfather, like, evil stepfather yeah. kills her sister and, like, frames her, right? Well, I think she she fires the gun and ki- accidentally kills her sister. Mm. Yeah. It's that. That's right. Because, um, you know, he's, he's, he's threatening to just lock them up forever or some shit to get them inherent. Get the inheritance money from their mom. Their mom yeah. yeah, and she finds uh, her stepdad's gun and fires it. That's all tragic, you know. And it's a great music yeah. video with uh, what's the, what's that song? The eighty song. I uh, don't a, remember, man. Yeah. Listen, okay. One of my biggest, what? maybe my biggest issue with this movie is not the score, but mm. the soundtrack. I hate it a lot. Most oh, really? of the songs. Yeah, I was just like. And may, maybe at the time when I saw this, I would be like, this is so hip and modern and cool, like these songs he's picking. But I just think like... You know, like modernization of uh, of uh, old old songs? Yeah, I, I, maybe There's that's it. Big, I just think it yeah, is happened. now every trailer choice, like every new movie trailer has like the slow you know, sad version of fucking whatever. Yeah, see, I, I don't know if you yeah. can blame Snyder for that then, because at that time it was, yeah. it was real fresh, you know? Like I, the Mad World shit. I don't whatever, blame the know? choice. I just think that now it really works against the movie, for me at least, you know? I, I, I My argument is only that, you know, when you're talking about, like, the trite, oh, we got a gritty version of something. Like, back mm. then, like, when you saw Batman... No, Batman uh, Begins. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, this is so crazy and cool and mm-hmm. never done this before. Then everything goes dark and gritty, and then you're like, oh, man. Yeah. And if someone were to watch, like, Batman Begins Now with all the foundation of dark and gritty being, like, a, a trite, yeah. like, uh, tone, then, of course, you're just going to be like, uh, you know, whatever. Yes, that's true. Yeah. But then again, it's Batman Begins, and it's really good no matter what. So whatever. Yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> you know a much better I think movie. Yeah, <laughs> in, in many I'm ways. I'm just making up arguments. 
sense. But. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, ju- I just think, like, he really goes heavy on the yeah. soundtrack in this one to where, like, there were, there were some scenes, I think the train heist, which we'll get to, was one where I was like, I am so fucking overstimulated. And I, I get that, like, Snyder... That's kind of his bag, right? That train heist was cool, though, man. I guess I'm thinking of the end of it where all the fucking robots and all the fucking music, and I was like, Jesus. Dude, that's one of my favorite action sequences. That's so funny. All right. Well, we might... It was like a video game, (laughs) you know? Yeah. This movie... Boy, we'll get into the video game comparisons again. Um, Yeah. But, yeah. So she's checked into the mental hospital. We're introduced to a fucking... Dirt bag, fucking scummy looking, shitty looking Oscar Isaac. Yeah, real uh, drive, drive. Uh, yeah, esque. Like a thirty year old Oscar Isaac. Like oh, right. Oh yeah, right. When connection did Drive again. come out? Wow, the connections keep fucking. Popular. It was around twenty eleven. So yeah, like the same. Yeah, I think it was year. maybe the same year. It was because my twenty first birthday, I saw Drive. Yeah. So it was like five months after. Man, this. Oscar Isaac started out as a real scumbag, huh? I guess so. <laughs> he's kind of a good guy in Drive, right? No, nah, he dude. got out of jail. Oh, that's true. He's kind of the he's like the abusive of... like father, and then he tries yeah. to redeem himself at the end and dies. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, in this, he is like really hamming up the just pure piece of shit. Yeah, he's got know. that like he's like a you, you know you know what I want after seeing <clears throat> this movie. I want Zack Snyder to do a Bioshock movie. It's so the the Ooh. the tone here, like that Anne Rand, like um, interesting. He would be a good, I think, nineteen thirties, like yeah, nineteen yeah, thirties aesthetic with the mythological elements, like Bioshock. Here, it's like it. It almost seems Snyder is just like meant to do a Bioshock movie because of yeah. What he did here, you know, that would I could totally see that at least visually. I think he would nail that world. Mm-hmm. But hey, Oscar Isaac is Andrew Ryan. See, yeah, that that's what I was thinking. His like, look in this is his of, look. Yeah. yeah, he looked like. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, you like, kind of inherently lose something thematic about that game making it a movie. Like that's always been my issue with it. Yeah, but you could still probably do it somehow. I mean, if you're clever, maybe you could think of some way. Yeah. I know. But um, it, it's just like, oh, this is the same kind of um, atmosphere as Bioshock. Yeah, you know? definitely. Because Bioshock has, uh, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland kind of feels it, feel to it. That's a true. Bit, a lot of you know? like kind of uh, insane people yeah. like, running around. and Mental asylums and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Of action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac is the... Head of, right, this, yeah. you know, insane asylum. And they're checking her in. She's kind of quickly introduced to, we see kind of the the main girls who she... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all boring stuff. Who cares, Brent? <sighs> yeah. Let's just move on forward. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you got Sweet Pea, Rocket, Blondie, you Amber. You got all the girls. Got all the girls. We got all the girls, and for some reason that I don't understand, mm-hmm. the only way that uh, baby doll—I'm sorry—I had to 
speed things up just because I thought it's just so boring. There was nothing. I <laughs> mean, there was literally because it's so quick. It's yeah. like here are them and lobotomy. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah baby doll gets a quote unquote maybe lobotomy, but then the, it cuts to like this um, a peep show. Is, is is that what they're called? The you know strip show. I don't know what they're called. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What do you call? I think it might be a peep, peep show, show or something. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. You know where you know sexy ladies dance around and they put on a performance, mm-hmm. um, and it's Sweet Pea instead of Baby Doll, and they're trying to and he's and she's like, ah, this is weird. Lobotomies are not sexy, and I'm like, yeah, I know, but yeah. I get what you're saying, Sweet Pea, but why are we here? What happened to the insane asylum? Yeah. And you don't really get an explanation in it. For like an hour and a half? You're just in like, yeah, you're in this club that yeah. um, Andrew Ryan uh, <laughs> owns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like fucking Oscar Isaac rolls up in like this nice three-piece suit and, and he's looking real slick. Now. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, kind of, kind of slimy looking, but also real slick at the same time, you know. Yeah, it's it's really jarring. What we're it's talking super happens jarring. here is like the pick is gonna go into her eye. It cuts. Yeah, and then we are like by John in, Hamm, by the way. Yeah, and it's funny because that was he's like supposed to be like shrouded in darkness. Hmm. Um, and I was like, I mean, that's John Hamm. Like, I know that's John Hamm. I yeah. can see his fucking like iconic his chin. Yeah, chin. Um, but yeah, then it's hard cut and they're like in a dance studio. It's the same kind of people we've seen, but in kind of a totally different circumstance. And this is the point where I was like, okay, so we're like on another layer of psychosis. I've just been trained by inception at this point. Yeah. So, so well, the layers that we got now, right, Brent is we, we got the, we got the psych ward. Yeah. Right? That's Psych one layer. Mm-hmm. Then we got another layer, which is the... The brothel the, studio? It's, it's, not, it's not really a... A brothel is part of it, but mm-hmm. it, it seems like a front for drug trafficking. I mean, they're pretty yeah. much human trafficked, all right? We're just going to have to say that because the girls yeah. are held against their will. So um, a lot of illicit activity goes through this club. I'll just call it a club. Probably yeah. right, you know, and uh, it's owned by uh, Oscar Ice. Yeah, Blue. Blue. I'm reading now was, some, yeah. some of the synopsis, and it says uh, she slips into a fantasy world in which she has newly arrived in a brothel owned by Blue, whom she envisions as a mobster, where she and other patients saying, are sex slaves. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's interesting that that's where she slips into. Yeah, like what. To me, it's like, does she slip into that state? So we're we're on this unlocking. We're in the unlocking mm-hmm. conversation right now, right? Okay. Is she doing that so she can demonize uh, Blue even more? Like, is that by 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 being objectified by him? You know, and being See? utilized for their bodies is that is that like a way of like enhancing her hate for him? As opposed I don't know to if like it has to do with him. But why would she just choose like this like this fantasy world That's as opposed point. to the psych ward, you know? Yeah. I mean maybe it's it's her trying to cope with kind of the darkness of that 
in like putting something which is still dark. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like yeah. the only explanation I could think of is is an enhancement of her hate for like blue or something and to yeah. prop up the beauty of the other women. That would be the only Yeah, I mean that makes sense to me. The and I'm trying to help you out here, Zach. <laughs> I really hey, am. Zach, let's talk through yeah. this. Uh, well, the thing is, like, I had one kind of thought process until the ending, which we'll get to, but I just feel like the ending really muddies up. Oh, oh, I, yeah, yeah. We, we will have to talk about what happens at Where the I was ending. like, oh, what? Excuse okay. me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, Zach. Zach. Ta- hey. Take this, a seat. Are you trying Take to be, you trying to pull, you trying to pull fast one on us, Zach? What's, what's happening, Zach? What's happening? That'd be a great show. What, what's what, happening, Zach? What's happening, Zach, where you just break yeah. down Sucker Punch every episode? <laughs> with like, what's going on inside your head? I bet you could have like a dedicated podcast to Sucker Punch. There's so many things that you could just like go through with this. I'm looking movie. at one of his interpretations of the movie. One. The, the, I, I mean, this is the inherent vice of the Zack Snyder so, and this is something I read before I watched it, and while watching it, I was trying to keep in mind this. All right. Snyder has stated one interpretation of the film. Already off to a rocky start there, Zach. <laughs> what are you talking about? You give that to give the you give that leisure <laughs> that luxury to so Aronofsky? many other yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> if if Aronofsky's talking Aronofsky, mother, I'm like he's yeah. he's right. He's yeah, I mean he's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> um of the film is that it is a critique of geek culture sexism and objectification of women. You motherfucker. <laughs> Which like Okay, you, way to have your you, cake and eat it too. Oh, it's one hundred percent one hundred. Like have your cake and eat it too. He's like, you're right. It is. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. That's like making a yeah. movie about. No, dude. Try to make a, a great, a great yeah. comparison is like what? What movie is it? Um, the one with is it? The the Chris Hemsworth, the Thor man, and he's in, yeah. He, he he's he's in. He was in that action movie that take that he's like a bodyguard. What is it? What is it called? A bodyguard. Not a, he's like a soldier, but he goes. I don't in, think I saw this one. It's a Netflix one. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, extraction. Yeah, extraction. Yeah. That one was like funny because you had like action sequences and it kind of they kind of look cool. And it, I mean, it's a very marginal movie. I'll say that, but it's like mm-hmm. you know they're obviously looking cool, but then. He's like, I, you know, killing is bad. And it's like, well, what would you say that after being so badass and you cool? You just killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally that thing, dude. Because yeah. I, I read that, you know, just scanning. I was trying not to spoil the movie because I was like, I think I would like watch half of it at that point when I read that. Um, I mean. But it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Watching it, I, I get that kind of where it's like. I'm an, I'm gonna I'm workshopping it live here, Zach. All right. Um, it's like you have this like entry level circumstance she's in, right? Where it's it's trauma and it's pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. Underneath that, you know, the next layer down is her trying to cope with that, right? So it's like surrounding herself with like you know supportive, you know, 
uh, women who are all around her and they're kind of like teaming up. They're helping each other out, right? Yeah. To take down, you know, or to escape Oscar Isaac's like clutches, right? And the next layer down is when it's like full on power, like we are fucking badass. We are absolutely unstoppable, Mm. like goddesses, basically. So it's like in that sense, I get that interpretation of it. But it's like he's not connecting those layers at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's 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 not Inception connective tissue layers. Yeah. it's uh, I don't know, disjointed. You know, there's a separation. Definitely there. It's like, super it's, it's, disjointed. It's like yeah. it's like three different movies are going on with the same characters, sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Can you say that again? I want. Can you say that line again? It's yeah. so fucking funny. <laughs> I want to. I want to dig dig in that a little bit. Okay, so Snyder crazy. has stated one interpretation of the film is that it is a critique of geek culture's sexism and objectification of women. How, how is that? How is how? Do you say criticism or no? It is a critique of geek culture's yeah, sexism. Criti- how is it a critique? I don't know, because to only, me, it o- feels like he's got the action figures, and he's just playing with the I toys. guess this is just a symptom of, like, what he dealt with Watchmen again. But, um... Yeah. Like, he's kind of missing the mark a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think it's 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 that, too. Because it's obviously... Or it's like, you yeah. ever see The Florida Project? I haven't, no. I haven't seen that one. I mean, I liked it, but I'm really not... It's a, it's an okay movie. Like I, I wouldn't watch it again. But the, the the my biggest beef about it, which is not really a beef, it's like that movie is like uh, a hyper realistic movie. And what I mean by that is not like above. It's like it's so real. Like the pe- the the people that you're supposed to feel sorry for. And like feel bad, and you need and you want them to like succeed are such scummy people. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's just like, man, like I fucking hate this mom, but you know, she's in a terrible circumstance. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's hard to empathize, but also at the same time, it's like also a shitty circumstance. So it's kind of like, here it's like, well, if we are going to talk about the objectification of women, well, well, then you're going to have to show the objectification of women, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I and mean, I'm trying to help you out here, Zach. And the, the thing Again, is, like, like, he the does line of that show here. It's it's so weird and surfacey, dude. Because like he yeah. shows that by you know bad things happen to them, obviously, a lot throughout the movie. Um but then I just think it like he confuses that with them just being like, just dressed to the nines and looking so sexy the whole movie. And it's like, I, uh, I don't know if you're, if that's a thing you're going for, then your execution, I think is off the mark. If that makes sense. Hmm. But, um, I don't know. I just, I think this is, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know, Zach. I don't, I don't know if that's if if, if you can say. I, I like what he said before the fetishization, right? He just wanted to make a movie that was like those feel like they're 
like yeah, they're butting conflicting. heads, right? Yeah, because he's are, talking about like that's why he said one interpretation. Hey, yeah, well, yeah. that was probably after reviews came out. Yeah, I would like, imagine right, where right, it's right, like right. that's an interpretation clearly, but it's not. I think I think this is like Rifen's many movies. Yeah, his whole oeuvre, you could probably say. Um, this movie feels very. It's my first note, like I said or to you earlier. Like this movie very much feels like a fetish exercise for him. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's fine. Yeah, you go to the movies, you watch fucking sexy women kick ass. What's wrong with that? I mean, you and know? it's cool. And, like, the the action scenes are, you know, I think they're a little video gamey and CG yeah. heavy. But um, they're fun. But they're fun. Yeah. yeah, like, they're fun. They're disconnected from all other components. Yeah. Um, they're only connected in the way, again, it's video gamey, but they're fetch quests, you know, which we can get into in a sec. But, like... Um, so okay, let, let, let's reel back okay. here, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we don't have to be real detailed with this. We don't have to go through this plot. I'll just say what happens real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I think it's important to know that, and the most of the movie takes place in the second layer of the um, the yeah. the 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 club. Yeah, that's where the movie takes. And if I'm interpreting this correctly, that's not real, right? We're going to just settle on that for now, right? We'll okay. settle on that we'll ID, we, yeah. idea right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the real, quote-unquote, is the psych ward. So when when Baby Doll is given a dance, in the psych ward, is that when she is... Like getting raped by Oscar Isaac. Oh God. Oh Jesus. Because you have to have the, the kickback as <laughs> Inception would well, say. Is that... You know, like what is the relationship that's with what I'm the so dance confused. to the psych ward? That's what I'm so confused about. Cause watching through the movie before the ending happens, I was like, okay, this is like layers of her psychosis, how she's dealing with, this pain and trauma, right? Yeah. Um, and it's a little confusing also because it's like the moment that the fucking, it feels like the movie's trying to say this is all happening the moment she's getting lobotomized, which it we reassess at the end, but... Or, or is it that Oscar Isaac is just um, prostituting these psych patients to men? Yeah, that's not really ever clarified. No, right? and I think that's a big problem with this movie is yeah. that we are very confused on what's happening in the psych ward. While yeah. things are a little bit clearer in the second layer of the the club, like you're, it's very obvious. Yeah, but how it connects to the psych ward and what the equivalent actions are needed to be known, yeah. which weren't conveyed. You know, yeah. having the kickback as, again, to use Inception terms, like you would have the, you know, you have the water shifting in one layer sort of thing, the mm-hmm. thematic. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like you have to have those cuts back and forth to keep the audience like, okay, I know what's happening in this layer and what's happening in that layer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you even had a little bit of it, like, with the fantasy world. I mean, like, you at least knew that, like, when she was having fun on her like world war one escapades or whatever. Yeah. 
or the dragon, like you knew that she was just dancing in like the um, so, yes. club level, yeah. right? Yeah. But Which in the psych already, level, it's like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what... Yeah, I don't know. And they didn't really connect the dots. I hope it's not that I mean, thing with Oscar Isaac. But, like, but, but you know. it, it's the only thing that makes sense based on what happened at the end of the film. I guess that's Because they took yeah. Baby Doll and they're like, you know... And the guys were like, we can't do this anymore with the... Fuck, yeah. Jesus, man. You know well, what that, I mean? Yeah, that makes... Ugh, yeah, yikes. Um, I'm yeah, assuming me, that... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that... Oscar Isaac never got to have sex with Baby Doll in the psych mm. position. Oh, he's okay, like, finally, yeah. I'll get to do it. And she's like, you know, not there anymore because mm. she was lobotomized. Yeah. So I'm assuming that he would like, like, it is speculative because nothing about this is like, I. We don't see like any yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe because it's a PG 13 movie, I guess. I don't know. But. I mean, I can only assume that they were just being like, you know, just mm. sold off to the men yeah. at the time because they were just crazy. And, you know, I mean, and that's what was happening yeah. in the, the, you know, dance studio mobster layer, too. It's like each time they are, you know, performing for men, and then the other person is like, you know, distracting them, uh, you know, while they can get an item basically. So that makes sense. Yeah. Like that, that read of it yeah. to me, the bit, yeah, I was just so confused. Cause I kept being like, I guess I forgot to track it back to the psych ward layer. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about that anymore. Cause I thought that like, we're it's fully so in a, important, you yeah. know, but it's not your fault because Zach didn't, he yeah. didn't do that. Cause yeah. to me, I kept being like, what the fuck is the dancing? Like, yeah. why is the dancing this, this like, alternate reality, like, triggering? Uh, and, it, and it just really just feels like that's kind of... Zach, Zach just wanted to have fun with some, some CG Zach's set Zach's just want to have fun. Uh, I mean, Zach's, Zach's just want to no, have fun. Oh, Zach's just want to have fun. Um, um. Yeah, but they, they, you know, quickly find out that they have to get... You know, and it's he's played by Scott Glenn, and I love Scott Glenn. He's you know in a bunch of stuff. He's in Daredevil and on mm. a whole bunch of things. Um, he's like, you gotta get a map, and you gotta get a fire. So fire. And, you gotta, and I was just like, oh boy, Zach, <laughs> this is all right, bud. This is very video gamey, but I'm 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 with you. Hey, you, Zach doesn't just sell with one MacGuffin, sir. He's like four, five. five. Oh, five. Because right. the fifth one is a mystery. It's a mystery. And That's what you, he says, right? He yeah. says it's a mystery. You have to figure that out yourself. <laughs> and you know, it was it was it was her her meaning and purpose in life. That was the fifth. It is. It's a friend she made along the way. Yeah. One could say. Um but uh yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, Scott Glenn gives baby doll you know, a cool pistol and a fucking sick sword. I mean, it's all fucking cool as hell, I dude. I mean, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I just, I, it's dude, very. Dude, samurai sword and pistol, a Colt 45. It's a good, it's a good That's combo. That's a good combo, yeah. man. I, uh, I wrote down here at this point, Snyder just wants to film girls jumping over weapons in slow motion. Yeah. Which it's like, I mean, that's, that's cool. I like to see it. 
And then you have Emily Browning like flipping around. And you see, and I was like, "Are they gonna do upskirts?" They sure did. Oh, did they? Of course. Yeah, when her she was flipping around the first, I was like, "All right, Zach, <laughs> oh, we we know what we're in for now." Yep. You know? And don't forget, it's a critique of you know the sexism <laughs> and, and, and geekdom, and uh, that's so funny. Um, He's like, "See, everyone loves this shit." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that, uh, that first battle is, is a samurai battle and, uh, you know, just coming, coming off of, uh, Kurosawa is fun to see some cool samurai battles and it's see, very... Kurosawa's a hack, dude. He didn't have flipping arounds. He didn't have flipping. He didn't have like cool robot samurais yeah. that are real big. And have mini guns and rocket <laughs> launchers, <guns>. dude. It's, <laughs> uh... Kurosawa the hack. <laughs> that fucking hack. You know, okay, so I... I was thinking a lot about, oddly enough, um, Speed Racer when I was watching this movie. That's a good, yeah. Because there, there are movies that, and what's what's the word? Formalism, like, um, yeah, styles? formalism, formalism. Yeah. I think right, definitely um, in the formalism <laughs> arena here. Yeah, yeah and and yeah. you know, I was watching these battles, being like. Why isn't this as successful as a movie like Speed Racer? And I think it's because that movie is like uniformly formalist. Yeah. It's like all of a piece. It's all cartoonish. And I think some of these action set pieces, while they are fun, are a little jarring because we've seen reality, if that makes sense. And we know this is like a sub thing. Um so for me, that was like a bit of a, a of the disconnect, you know. I think like if 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 Snyder could at least somehow blur the lines of the four, of even the third layer, mm-hmm. like even the fantasy layer, like the one that we obviously know isn't real, yeah, and make that and and somehow made it more like oh maybe they are in that world. Mm-hmm. sort of thing. It yeah. would have been a little bit more effective, I think. I think uh like like you said, like doing the inception style kickbacks of, you know, their their real world or even the the prior world, you know, influencing it, I think would help a lot. Like I kept you know thinking about the one where she's dancing for the um the cook with the knife. Yeah. And how there's this whole elaborate thing. See, that was cool. Yeah. They had a little like yeah. kickback. They had a little bit kickback. Did they there. on that one? Yeah, because when it when it when it shorts, it stops. The dance the fancy stops. Oh, I guess that's true. That's a little bit of and I wish we had a little bit more of that. It just needed you know? more of that. Yeah, that that kind of connection. Because otherwise it's like, okay, we're watching a you know, a PS3 tech demo right now. <laughs> and it's like, that's that's very well, disingenuous, yeah, but like, the, it's cool. The yeah. kickbacks are very lazy, I guess. Because like, you'll have, you know, when, when, when uh, you know, they get the fire from the dragon, Yeah, you know, like, it, it was just simply, um, what's her name? She she gets the, the lighter from the mayor's pocket. Yeah. You know, and it has a dragon on it, so, you know, it's like, Really, oh, is that? Really, I didn't even yeah, catch it's that. Really I guess. clever. Yeah, yeah. But they like kill a baby dragon, and they rip like a a Some fire crystal crystals out of its. Throat. Hey, that's pretty sick. Not gonna lie, though. I like, mean, it was cool. I was like, like immediately, like I'm on the mom dragon side. Like you just fucking oh, yeah. killed her baby. Goddamn. Um, I get it. Yeah, but also, 
It's cool. Oh, mate, they're not dragons. They're wolverines, right? Wolverines. Wyvern. Wyvern. How do you say it? Wyvern. Wyverns. Wyverns. Yeah, yeah wyvern. something like that. Yeah. Because they, they, it's their arms, their wings. Oh, that's right. That's different. How do you know that? Fucking dork. <laughs> I, mean, I think I remember <laughs> reading about it with Skyrim or something. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, maybe Fable. I don't know. Something like that. That seems like a Fable thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, but then, then that sequence, a lot of, I, I'll be honest, man, like a lot of these sequences, I kept being like, I wish there was, I don't know, I kind of wish he was making a weird sci-fi World War I movie or like making a weird uh, sci-fi uh, dragon movie where like, there are I planes feel like, and I feel dragons. Like he could have just done all those action sequences and somehow put them together in some weird way. Like Ready Player One, yeah. Just, make it make it a video game world or something like that, or just like, make it. A, who cares? Like just make it a fancy world, and all things fucking just yeah. All things are happening. Who cares? See, that's, that's I think that's we're yeah. getting to our biggest issue with it, right? It's yeah. like it's like uh, you need a better framing for these fun, you know. Well, I wonder moments. how much influence the studio had in terms of like, oh, you need a little, you need to like have a little bit grounded. Mm, reality that's interesting yeah you know because i think like if this movie was made so remember when i texted you and i said this movie's ahead of its time i I still believe that Mm. in the way that like i feel like zach could have done this movie again in a clearer way sans the psych ward stuff maybe a little bit i don't know but or just done like you know full on the fantasy stuff because I think people would be way up more on board with that nowadays, yeah. especially yeah. with all the anime people out there. They would absolutely love, you know, Baby Doll. You know, oh for sure. Yeah, I, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, in terms like just, of like it's ahead of the time. Yeah. yeah, like aesthetically, I think it was ahead of its time because like I think the Japanese wave hadn't happened just yet. Yeah. Until it till now. Like it's real big now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I, I do think that it uh yeah, it is one of those things where like it's I don't I don't know how I feel about calling this movie a, a like out and out bad movie, but I, it's I can't say that either. I don't think I can, but it's like it's a frustrating movie because it's like yeah, there's a lot of a good ideas here. Yeah. There's like a lot of cool concepts, like you do an inception thing. You know, yeah, he's trying something interesting here. He's trying something interesting. He misses. He misses. He went for but it. But he went for you it. Know? That's why. That's why we can't say it's bad because he's trying something real weird and cool. I yeah. think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, sadly, I don't think he tries anything like this again. Right? No. His next movie after this man is Man of Steel. Yeah, and he, just, he is he, fully been. He's committed to the. You to know, DC, but universe, hey, yeah. we talked Army of the Dead, and that's uh, you know his his most recent thing. So he's finally out of the the DC zone after like a. a well, I kind of hope he does something weird like this again. You know, yeah, yeah. Like I like the ambition here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he maybe he's like traumatized from how this was received. You know, and he doesn't want to head head back. But you know yeah. what, Zach? Well, his kudos next to thing, you, man. His next thing yeah. is Rebel Moon. Which uh, is that sci-fi? Is that is that like movie? that fat actress? What was her name? Oh, Jesus. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, no, it's the movie that he pitched to Lucasfilm as a Star Wars movie, and they passed, and so he made it like its own thing. And I think Netflix is going to make it. So, oh, that might be something. Who knows? Um, Who knows? Yeah. But uh, what what else should we? What was your favorite uh, dance sequence or like action uh, thing? Okay. Um, let's go through them. Okay, so there's Aurora one one. Well, yeah. samurai battle. Samurai battle. It's kind of the introductory to yeah. the magical, you know, uh, World War One. Mm. Uh, dragon. Dragon. Medieval thing. Or, yeah. With orcs. Can't forget that there were orcs. Really, in there was. There were. Where orcs? Orcs. And then the weird alien planet with the robot train. <laughs> Damn. Which I didn't like that one. We That's can so break that. Funny. One. Yeah. I really liked that one a lot, and I liked it because of how it's so how, stylized. Well, because it, it it's like it's like Snyder at his at his like best. Yeah. Like his his sequencing of like just panning and like th- those quick pans and stopping to receive the action yeah. and those close ups it's like oh yeah we're back in Snyder mode baby that one's the most you know? yeah like what you know as like a Snyder action scene like the other ones yeah. they don't have like those really hard pans that i like you yeah, know true. and where you're really engaged in how close the action is and that's why i would put that on my favorite Probably, mm. yeah, yeah. I like I like the World War One mm. battle. I'm that just one's a sucker. Cool too, yeah, yeah. I'm you just a sucker, sucker for like the cool old aviation and like Zeppelin stuff. Mm. Uh, all the all the enemies are like these weird steampunky mm. like uh, gas ghosts. Yeah, or something. I think they're all they were all affected by mustard gas. That's, That's why they it, all because look the gross. main guy yeah. looks like a, a zombified uh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, I liked when um, when they would like you know penetrate their suit and all the air would come out. Like that was always cool to have. It was like yeah. it's like it, it was like uh, an illusion or like a homage to. Japanese anime instead of it's like instead mm. of you know instead of blood it's like the air coming out because you always see it you yeah. always see that with samurai it's just like that a bunch of blood coming out yeah yeah I think uh I did read something about how he wanted it to be R yeah I mean and, and we've already talked about that a little bit but like uh I think it I think it was a studio thing yeah. where they were like we're taking a big risk already on this this is a really weird movie you're making. Um, should I mean, maybe I say... Really, I don't really blame the studio for that. Yeah, uh, I, I, I get it. Yeah. $82 million for the budget, which is kind of less than I would have thought. Uh, we will probably never see an $82 million budget again. It's probably going to be twenty or two hundred from now on. Honestly. Yeah, can you believe that? That's so weird. And it made eighty nine, which is like, oof. You just made it. Just barely. I mean, it lost money, you yeah, because marketing yeah. costs and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Carla Gugino. No, no, no. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk. Oscar Isaac. Let's do a little Oscar Isaac corner real quick. Um, we love him. He's yeah, our, he's our fave. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a look here. 
So he was in Robin Hood in 2010. Oh, with the, the Kurt Russell joint? Yeah, that one. I never the fucking saw Ridley it. Scott. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, I forgot he was in uh, Nativity Story. Never saw it's, that. It's like a Christian movie. I remember my church advertising it when I was like in high school. Um, he played Joseph, uh, the cuck, wow. the cuck of God. The cuck of I'm God. I'm sorry if that offends God. somebody else. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I mean, it's, it's hey. like, it's, I mean, literally true. It's kind of like biblically def- true. Well, um, the def- it's the very definition of what what a cuck is, right? I mean, if if we're going to talk about, like, it's, it's not an insult. It's just, you know. Yeah, it was, hey, look it up. <laughs> it's uh, like going Pornhub. It's like. Joseph the cuck. <laughs> oh God, that's that's something. Somebody that's made something. Out of that. uh, yeah, 2011 Sucker Punch, Drive, uh, 2012 Born Legacy, 2013 Inside Lewin Davis. This is when it's like he's fucking clicking in. Uh, and the 2015 Ex Machina, Star Wars. That's when Legends. I real. That's when I really got Oscar Isaac was Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah who was sure. the hero of the movie movie. Everybody, <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, what's his what's his last line that I always try to remember and I always forget? Oh yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Far out, man. He says something like "far mm-hmm. out, man," and then he dies. Like, as he gets so when he got stabbed, good. yeah, yeah. God, just just one of the best, one of the best mm-hmm. to do it. Um, but yeah, he's he's great in this, and there's a lot of him in this, and and you love to see it, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. He was so he's such a terrible guy, but you know it's Oscar Isaac, and it's always a joy to watch, even when he's a bad guy. You know. Yeah, I mean, he has like uh, multiple. I mean, he's always like threatening somebody in this. Yeah, movie, he's just know? a mobster. He's just like a scummy, you know, mobster guy. He's like threatening the girls, um, and I, then he. Yeah. You know. I love the. I mean, it's a terrible line, but like. It's a good line of like, I'll give it to uh, Snyder or whoever wrote it, mm-hmm. where he's like, "I feel like I'm a little boy in a sandbox." He sells the hell out. He of that. sells that line so, yeah. and it's a good. I think it's a good line, and like just to put so. you in the mind space of who who that character is. But for sure, yeah, it was really intimidating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, was that before or after he like? kills two of the girls because yeah, this is killed, when yeah, he kills like yeah, two yeah. Of the girls, yeah because th- yeah this is when uh you know oscar isaac has revealed their fetch quest you know <laughs> yeah. he knows they they got the and how the how he reveals that is yeah there's the dragon um how uh it kind of reveals oscar isaac like learning you know figuring out that the girls are onto something i think is kind of interesting um it is like Fat Martin Scorsese looking guy as a mayor. Oh my god, yeah. He's got those Bar- Scorsese glasses on. <laughs> it's so uh God. Snyder is just like unapologetic. Oh yeah, they're using like a rap song, like he's like a real gangster, like this ma- this fat white male, like old guy. Yeah. I wrote down. Like uh like he's the boss. Or what was I forgot? The oh yeah, name. Mayor Intro Soundtrack LMAO. I it's just so good. Like, <laughs> that was one of the big ones where I was like Zach, but you had to know this was going to age terribly. <laughs> no, it was real badass, dude. You you just never you you you're just not a boss like him, dude. 
I don't smoke cigars and yeah, you'd show have, up to clubs. You know? sit in a big chair and watch and Emily have your yeah Browning have, dance. Yeah, and have your sexy lady sit on your lap. <coughs> you know, steal your dragon lighter. Yeah. <laughs> oh you God. wish you could get your dragon lighter stolen if you had one. Oh God, I wish I had one. It's a cool fucking lighter. Yeah, it's a cool lighter. Um, but yeah, I mean, Isaac finds out about their their little scheme. Little scheme. I mean, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What did? Okay, so so uh, Vanessa Hudgens, yeah, rats him out. That's cause right. Because she, cause she's like, I can't handle the stress anymore. I'm like, like, what? What did she say? She's like, there's a fucking. They have a lighter. See all this stuff. <laughs> all this stuff, dude. Like I, guess, I, like, I knew we were in yeah. trouble when Scott Glenn was like, "You need a map. You need yeah. fire. You need a knife, and you need a fucking I forget oh. the last thing." Yeah, yeah, a key. A key. Because like you, because you know, Oscar Isaac <laughs> has a skeleton key. You know, he does have the skeleton key around his neck, and it's like. You know, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> I mean, I'll yeah. say that. Uh, yeah, yeah. When, when you have that, when you have like an item quest, it's like, yeah, it's like this is a video game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a a, a film. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, it just you just see too much of the plot work being done. You just kind of see too much of the behind the scenes stuff that like. In a, in a good movie, this all that stuff's kind of invisible, right? But this movie's like, here are the things we need. We got to get the map. We got to get the, you know, and then they go get those things. And we watch them do it. And then why does Vanessa Hudgens crack? Because she's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What, uh, something that happens in this part, right? So it's playing right now in the background, and it's the it's the orcs. And the medieval stuff, and the dragon, and the airplane. Um, I forget why. No, it's uh, it's uh, they're worried about getting found out, right? Isn't it because Oscar Isaac, you know, he he smells something going on. He smells it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he uh, comes in, you know, says some threats. I think that's what Vanessa Hudgens is like freaking out about. She confides in. G- Gina, um, uh, Car- Carla Gugino. Yeah. We love her. We already had Gugino corner. Yeah. She's great. Um, Spy kids. She's good. She has a good, uh, Russian accent in this movie. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's good. She's always a good, she's a great actress. Like every her. time she pops. Yeah. Up. It's always um, a delight to see her. Always a delight seeing Carla pop up. Mm-hmm. Or something. Uh, and yeah, she like, you know, has a heart to heart and tells her, and already I'm like, well, I see what's going on. Oh, yeah, you know, we all, we all know. She's going to tell Oscar Isaac, and Oscar Isaac's um, going to freak out, and... Uh, there's going to be some consequences in the action, you know. Yeah. Same old, same old. And, but uh, it was still kind of jarring when he just straight up just killed, like... I didn't uh, expect it. Yeah, he killed Jenna Malone. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Jenna no. Malone was, was killed by... The, the chef. Yeah. Yeah. In a weird scene. Yeah, you had the kickbacks there. Yeah. Back, but uh, it was a little, you know. Just like disconnected again, kind of. 
I mean, it was the most connected we ever got. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> you know, what you I know, mean? yeah, because you know, you have a little sweet peace send off speech. You know? Abby Cornish, that's sweet pea. I did not realize it was Abby Cornish. She's uh oh, she's in Limitless. Oh, Seven yeah. Psychopaths, Three Billboards. I don't remember her in those. It's funny how I don't remember her in those movies. It's weird. It's weird. Because yeah. those movies are great. Uh, now she's uh, starring opposite Jack Ryan on... Uh, or, I'm sorry, Krasinski on Jack Ryan. Oh, cool. So Amazon swallows everybody eventually. Um, I mean, Disney or, it's Disney or Amazon now, baby. One of, one of them, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and Apple's like, oh, we have Tom Hanks, though. We got a uh, yeah. We got Tom Hanks. He's gonna be our robot movie. <laughs> Should we talk Finch? I mean, how, how, you can talk about anything, man. Um, like no one's listening. I watched this. the trailer. <laughs> Maybe somebody is. Who knows? But Zack Snyder is like Snyder's like he's notes. like get back to the fucking ta- talking about my. I movie. need I to know. Yeah, I need I need to figure out my own movie. Um, <laughs> I watched the trailer for Finch. We'll have to watch it after this. Maybe. Okay. Um, all right. It. Looks pretty good. That's kind of all I have to say. It looks pretty good. Um, it's a road trip movie with Tom Hanks, a dog, mm. and a robot. And that's kind of a... Uh, sounds you know, like the most Brent movie I've ever heard it in sounds, my life, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's going to make me cry. I just already know. Uh, really, I expect that out of it. vibes, probably? Yeah, a little bit. It looks pretty high budget, surprisingly. Mm. I mean, it's got the guy from Game of Thrones doing it. Um, Kenneth Branagh? <sighs> no. Oh. <laughs> no, not him. Anything that has British accents from now on is associated to Ken Branagh. This is Ken Branagh's joint. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So where were we? Yeah, Jenna Malone gets killed, and uh, who's because, the other one that gets killed? Because uh, <coughs> because she the cook was trying to stab Sweet Pea, right? And then oh, that's right. I keep mixing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then. Uh, uh, Vanessa Hudgens and Jamie Chung as Amber are the mm. ones who get killed by Oscar Isaac. Yeah. And that wipes out. no one likes snitches. No one likes snitches. That's, a v that's all you need. Yeah. That's all, that's all you need. <laughs> no one likes snitches. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's an intense scene, though. Like you said, like, it's, I didn't expect him to that out and out, to, yeah. like, kill any of them. And yeah. I guess... Jumping back to the psych hospital, he killed them, I guess. Because I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know the connective tissue with the psych hospital at all. Because the end reveal, and it is a reveal. It's like a twist, kind of. It's like, oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. And instead, viewer. I'm like scratching my head like, did you? Yeah, you got me. You sure did. Somehow. I mean, yeah. I'm got in that I don't really know. What just happened? Well, because it, it's it's suggesting, if I'm interpreting it correctly, it's yeah. suggesting that all of it, <clears throat> all of the trauma was just some made up bullshit by Baby Doll because she's just a crazy person. That's what I got from it, where she was just like, okay, you know, yeah, like she like her. I don't know. I guess her. Her stepdad was whatever, but, you know, she killed her, you know, she killed her uh, sister and her her mom killed herself because she was depressed or something, you know? I, 
I have a, I think I have a much different take on it. I think that the ending, what it, instead it's doing is like when the, you know, pick is going into her eyes, she's getting lobotomized. What the kind of twist is there is that she has already experienced everything we're watching in this movie. In that split second? Yeah, well, it's like a flashback in that split All second. Right. Okay. Because what they reveal at the end, like in the psych ward, is like there's the cook, there's, you know, you know all those Isaac. things happened in the You know, psych- all those all things the, happened yeah. in the psych ward. Yeah. So I assume when like Oscar Isaac kills, you know, uh, Blondie and Amber, that like he killed them in the psych ward. Maybe not with a gun, maybe some other method, but mm. like he killed them there and that they kind of all experienced it. I think your read on it is is right that like he was bringing in guys to to sleep with them and he, yeah. was, he was clearly getting money from people like her stepfather like he did at the beginning where he paid her to get lobotomized and he forged, you know, Carla Gugino's signature, all that stuff. So... I think that, you know, and that's like a confusing twist uh, that I don't really get. Like, John Hamm's role is weird. Well, I mean, it calls into question, like, even the reliability of Baby Doll. I mean, Mm. and that's why I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't even know if if I can even trust anything she says about anything. Yeah. You know. It also... Does this dumb, like you said at the beginning, like an unreliable narrator thing, hmm. where it's like, whose story is it that we're telling? That's, and it's yeah, like, what that's, the fuck are you doing yeah. now? So I don't even know, like, yeah, like, baby doll just could have been whatever. And through the eyes of Sweet Pea, she could have just said, you know, like, thanks for helping bailing me out. Yeah. You know. Because to me, what the, the okay. So, Yeah. Baby doll, it's just baby doll and sweet pea now. Um, they when does the fucking when does the goddamn robot heist happen? It already did now, or this is before Vanessa Hudgens uh freaks out. Um, but there's the there's like the robot heist where they have to steal a bomb that goes wrong. Um, that's you know, after that is when Oscar Isaac kills a couple of the girls. Um, and then sweet pea and baby doll just kind of escape. Right, they're just like we got to make a run yep. for it. Yeah, um, and they run outside. I feel like we're wrapping this movie up really quick, but it's whatever. Um, you know, Baby Doll and Sweet Pea run outside, and Baby Doll is a realization. What's what's the fifth? Uh, what's the fifth item, Adam? Uh, 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 the, the save your friends. Is she's not the protagonist of this story? Her her role is to sacrifice herself for the protagonist. Sweepy's not the protagonist. Is not the protagonist of the movie. No matter. It's kind what. of decidedly not the protagonist. Yeah, so even, like, why are you just changing why, shit why, up? Yeah, he's like suggesting that she is, yeah. and it's just like, nah, dude, you can't. You can't do that. How? How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, are you not confident in the movie you just yeah. made, bud? Because uh, it doesn't seem like it uh, by what you're doing here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so 
Baby Doll kind of runs up to all these guys and distracts them while Sweet Pea She kicks away. them in the balls instead of dancing, like she usually do. That's right. It's a very, it's a significant turning point, Brent. You know? It is. Because it it's is. ball kicking instead of erections happening. Well, and she's not, she's not going to, you know, a sub-reality, another no, layer. She's, she's like, I'm no. staying here and I'm just kicking them in the balls. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing... What I've always wanted to do. Yeah. You know? And uh, she does that. Sweet Pea sneaks away. And that guy straight up punches her, which was crazy. Pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. And he I was like, punches whoa. Her. And, uh, and at that point, it jumps back to... That's right, because now we're just back in the psych hospital. John yeah. Hamm has like a weird realization like as soon as he does the lobotomy where he's like, she looked at me funny. She wanted me to do it weird. <laughs> Which I don't get it. But I mean, yeah, because that was <laughs> the way she had to sacrifice herself, right? Mm. And I guess so then, because, then you have this yeah. like interesting, like John Ham's like, I don't really agree with these, this lobotomy thing. And yeah. I, don't, I hope it helps, but I, I don't know why you would. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. Cause it's just yeah. like, cause we all know nowadays, like, of course, lobotomies were horrible. Yeah. Insane. But it's just funny day. how, like, like Snyder just wanted to rush in. Like, John Hamm's a good guy. All right. He's not so bad. Not, the lobotomizer, he has, he's second guessing. He's thinking a about bit. it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So ridiculous. I just thought it was funny. That's <laughs> like he just did this last second save for him. Like, I love John Hamm and I love when he's a good guy because he's usually portrayed like bad sometimes. He's usually like, scummy dudes. Yeah. 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 I like him when he's a good guy because it changes things up. Like the town. I liked that. I like the oh, John he, Well, town. he makes a good like agent or like yeah. a good cop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, and then all that leads to, you know, him being like, well, what do you mean you don't agree with them, Carla Gugino? Your signature's on the paper. <gasps> and then it's, it's like... Not even, <laughs> it doesn't even feel yeah. like a, a gasp. You know? I know, yeah, it's, it's like, just oh, like... A, okay. Yeah, at this point, I'm like... What? Okay. <laughs> Yo, okay. There's something uh, pe- peculiar about this, apparently, but I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like around uh, this point, it jumps to Sweet Pea... At the bus station, and what we can presume is the same reality Airy, as the psych yeah, ward, yeah, like yeah. which, in like my thinking is, you know, I feel like it's pretty explicit. Like, uh, baby doll sacrificed herself in some way so that Sweet, Sweet Pea could live. escape the asylum, which it's they because say, she was the most, she was the strongest one of them all and could handle the real world. Mm. That's the whole idea. Because so, baby doll could never <laughs> handle the real world. What That's is this the, movie saying? A lot. <laughs> Boy, yeah. And yet nothing at all. Um, yeah, wild. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, though, because this gets to where I'm really wondering who the like protagonist is because she gets on the bus and then it's our fucking buddy, Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn. The wise man, the general, the bus driver. That's what he's the listed as. They didn't add the Shogun on there? Uh, the wise man, I guess, is, oh, I is guess what that's that is. And then yeah. the general, he's on the plane. And at this point, I'm like, so wait, the fucking bus driver is narrating 
the story of all these girls that he heard from. So I, I guess that's what's happening. I guess he's the narrator. <laughs> I don't know. Ben. Are the <laughs> yeah? I guess. I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. But I was. I saw him Look, on the sweet bus. Sweet peas like, out. That's all we. Need. Sweet peas, good to go, dude. Like, how is Scott Glenn showing up in their fucking visions when he's like, a bus driver? You, know, you just don't understand how many. <laughs> you don't understand how many Thomas Pichon novels Zack Snyder read. Oh, God. And how he how he was influenced by TP himself. You think this is Pinchon's favorite movie? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> He's like that and Gravity's Rainbow, just really just like a, a like you just don't fucking get it, dude. God. You, you should just look yourself in the mirror and say, Why 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 do I, I why don't why, why do I not like things I don't understand? Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. I don't know. Maybe people will think this movie's a masterpiece. Like, we like just need years. to watch it five more times, Brent, and then it'll all come together, I mean, dude. Maybe if you do, yeah, if you do your uh, method you did for uh, Inherent Vice, you'll either fucking lose your mind and be living in some like sub sub like fetish reality where you're like chasing hey, around. Hey, that sounds great to me, Chief. You're chasing around Emily Browning and robots and shit. And I'm going to come over here and you're going to be like passed out on the couch. I mean, or you'll figure it out. Yeah. And you'll be like a, a genius for it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a win win. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, hey, reality is what you make it, huh? God. Oh, my God. I wish they made, I wish Zack Snyder just made this into a video game, just directed it. And then I thought that a couple different cool. times yeah. where I was like, this plot, I don't think, works as a movie. But if you do it as a video game... Oh, yeah. And the sure. gameplay's no good enough... Deal. Yeah. I mean, I'd be Who like, can? yeah, this is cool as hell. You're telling me I'm I'm one minute I'm in a dragon level and then I'm in World War One, Then I'm a train in the moons of Saturn? Yeah. You know? And I'm fighting off robots? Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and you like upgrade your characters and your weapons, yeah. and use all sorts of. I mean, have uh, a, you, It could be like a you have a, it's a team. Like you, you can, you can yeah. play online with your friends. It could literally be like a four player co op game. Yeah, this movie is Zack Snyder directing a four player multiplayer game, mm. uh, like a co op game. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just don't know about my, my least favorite part of the stealth missions when you're trying to get out of a psych ward. It's not really that fun. Yeah. It's always when they <laughs> jump back to, uh, that's yeah, like, <laughs> you know, the funny comparison you played Spider-Man, right? Yeah. It's how like everybody hated the Mary Jane stuff. Oh yeah. I didn't sure. even like hate that. I kind of liked the change of like, pace, you know. but like, it, like it seemed like a lot of people hated it and it seems like that kind of thing where it's like, but I just, I just want to be Spider-Man. Yeah, like why am I Mary Jane in a fucking museum? <laughs> hey, it's for the plot, man. Yeah. You know, it's advancing the the story. I mean, I didn't. I don't know. I think I think they've they made that part a little bit easier because it was a little difficult. The Mary Jane part, like, oh, it was a little yeah. frustrating. Were you playing on a higher difficulty? I don't know. Probably. I think I was playing on regular. I don't know. I don't think I put it on a higher difficulty. I just think like. 
you know, you're going through as Spider-Man and then you play like this like hard, like yeah. detective sort of thing. That's true. And you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like when you suddenly yeah. have to be a real person and yeah. worry about stealth. Yeah. Uh, that's what just made me think of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. uh, oh man. It's actually, yeah, it's a good comparison, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much, you know. The end of, of the Sucker Punch movie. Uh, she is lobotomized. Uh, Oscar Isaac, you know, yeah, comes back and he's looking real sleazy and he's trying to, you know, I guess have his way with uh, Baby Doll at the end there. Yeah, because he's like, he wants to play with his toys finally. That's and, right, uh, yeah. But she's not there, so that's why she, he, but he's like, his his little ounce of humanity kicks in where he's like, it's not right. Like, you know. She's not herself anymore. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that he's a boy wanting to play with his toys if that's a little bit maybe subconsciously of that geekdom critique? Yeah, you gotta like, give me a little fight back. and Yeah, know. like how Oscar Isaac kind of may represent some kind of like... Uh, toxic uh toy loving well i mean there's a reason why she's called baby doll like for sure yeah you know yeah Um, they all have like kind of like cutesy names yeah well baby doll like literally like as a doll Mm -hmm. like a toy to be played with you know Mm -hmm. um and she becomes quite literally a doll and he didn't want to play with her anymore Oh. So there's, you see, that's why yeah. it's like this. Mo- that's why frustrating is such a great word for this movie, <laughs> because like, oh, there's a little sparks here and there, but they don't start the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we're seeing, we're seeing the flames, yeah. kind of like trickle. It's like when uh, you're when you're going camping and you don't know how to start a fucking fire, and you keep like so fucking close. so close so many times. Oh man. And you just can't get it going, and then it's yeah. and then you just give up and go to a hotel, you know. <laughs> I mean, then you just give up and you make a Superman movie, I guess. You know. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, look, see, like this sequence, like look at all the, look at all the slow panning, and this is all like cool Snyder stuff. Yeah, you know, and zoom ins. It yeah, I think it's it's cool. Like I like the choreography. It's just very yeah. obviously just kind of all fake, you know. But I mean, that's well, you yeah. Know, it's, mean, it's sure. hyper stylized. Like yeah, I mean, they're I all love the, the robots. They're fantasy. Yeah, you know I just like I want to see him fuck the real world stuff, Zach. Like Zach, Zach, you're Zach. listening to this. <laughs> Why wouldn't you're, you be? <laughs> you're you're the one. You're the one listening to this. Uh, fuck the real world stuff. Embrace formalism. Make something fucking nuts. Just embrace, and we'll love you for it. Yeah, just embrace how fucking crazy. I mean, you did it with three hundred. You did it here for the most you know, part, f- for some entertaining chunks. Yeah, maybe I the mean, best. Bits. Incredibly formalist, like in the fantasy stuff. You know? Yeah, it's just not grounded at all, and it's like I want him to. I don't know. Yeah, do that. Do that again. Like 300's kind of the movie does that most, I guess. That's why it's his greatest film, dude. Yeah, I mean, that movie fucking rules for it. Like, I just, I feel like he needs to, I don't know, like ground his stuff and I don't know. Maybe It's obviously formalist things don't do well. Like Speed Racer was a bomb. This didn't do well. So obviously people are scared of 
doing something like this. It's but, uh, because of the medium. I don't think people yeah. like seeing real people in a formless sense. I think if it's a yeah. cartoon, I think it's a little bit more That's digestible. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe we have to watch fucking Guardians Gahul or whatever the fuck he directed. The Oh yeah, we should That's probably I good. I almost feel like we should if we ought to watch it. Maybe that'll know. be the Snyder redo. Or no, we already talked about Superman and uh Batman. Mm. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just watch that. We'll sometime. see. But um Adam, Brent. final thoughts. Sucker Punch, Zack Snyder's 2011 movie. What are you thinking? Ooh, what am I thinking? Let's bring it back to Zack Snyder's restaurant. Oh, see, that's, yeah, we got to bring it back. Sucker Punch is a, um, you go to the restaurant. Well, no, you, no, it's 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 his, it's he opens a, um, right next to his restaurant, he opens a candy shop. <laughs> it's like Zach's, Zach's candy shop, and it's yeah. all lollipops. And, you, and you, you're like, let me have that sucker punch right there. And the, the first layer tastes like absolute shit, but you keep looking at it, and then you forget that first layer ever existed. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this, this one's uh, you know, a little bit. This next layer, which is like the, the psych ward, is not so bad. Yeah. This tastes pretty good. And then, then you uh, look away, and then you get the, night, the fantasy part. was like, oh, this, is, this tastes delicious. Yeah, yeah. This is real good. Really sweet and yeah. fun. Yeah. But then you're caught off guard because you're hit by the, you know, the other layers sometimes. And you're like, oh, my tongue is real confused with this lollipop. And then you end up with, like, the first layer of the lollipop when you're done licking it somehow. <laughs> and that's kind of like this movie, you know? Like, it's, yeah. like, the the lollipop itself looks great. Like, I loved all, like, I mean, it's just, like, typical Snyder fashion. Like, he is just strong in his, um, in his action sequencing and... Mm. Just everything about it is very, a lot of eye candy, you know. But when you when you look at like the uh, the lollipop itself and its structure, it's just very disjointed and all over the place. And do I regret eating that lollipop? No. Would I go back to Zach's candy store? Probably not. But I don't. I wouldn't go on Yelp and say you know this is a one star. I would say it's like. You know, like that drunk woman, a three out of five, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like she's really pretty, yeah. but I wouldn't want to, you know, yeah, invest a lot of time in it. But, um, yeah, like I totally get why anyone would hate this. Like I would, I don't, I don't um, blame them for it. But at the same time, I can't hate this. It's it is also a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. despite some questionable choices in the plot that we went over. And I do appreciate his ambition. Like, I, I always want to give people their due, even if they they fucking suck at something. He, yeah. And Snyder certainly does not, but I do appreciate where he wanted to go as yeah. opposed to other action sci-fi movies because there's some really... Like, I love... I love layered reality i think that's always a cool concept and Mm. i'm glad that he tried to do that even though it wasn't the best so snyder um this might be one of your worst joints but uh not bad really 
Yeah. You know? I uh, I like the the notion in your food metaphors now of the directors opening complimentary like <laughs> yeah, chains yeah. of yeah. Di- for like different movies and some don't work and, and some might it's not much of a steak is what i mean yeah, yeah no it's not this not not really a steak movie um but uh definitely i think the lollipop that leaves a, a bad taste in your mouth hmm. might be a, a good comparison um yeah, this is uh like I said earlier, it's 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 kind of it's a frustrating movie because you kind of see the seams of something great and you know, maybe it's the kind of inception-esque formula that I'm kind of putting onto this movie. It feels influenced by that a little bit. But uh you know, it just it just ultimately feels pretty disconnected and I think Snyder falls into, you know, the style and action a little more than character work, which I think this movie needed a lot more of ultimately. Because I think when it gets to that ending, we need to feel something. Like, we really do need to feel kind of like a catharsis or... confusion. I mean, yeah. Confusion was the kind of primary thing at the end of it. Um, But we should feel some kind of like, you know either angry or like gratification at at the reveal, but instead it's kind of confusion and and, and it's muddled. But, uh, you know, all the, all the wild formulas like action set pieces are a lot of fun and it's cool seeing him play in that zone. And I just want to see him, uh, I just want to see him have fun and, you know, maybe, maybe just get rid of the, you know, trying to do something bigger and just fucking, you know, like he did, I think with army of the dead, we, both really liked the balance that he struck in that movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like him him in that zone, although it is fun when he does his big, heady, uh, you know, Snyder cut. I, I don't know if heady is the right word for that, but yeah. big, epic Snyder cut things, too, is is also fun. But, uh, you know, not, not, a, not a home run, but, uh, you know. But, you know, a first base. It's a first base. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it got on first base. Yeah. Um, which is what you'd like to get to with... Uh, no, I won't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we, we all know. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's, that's Sucker Punch. Um, really interesting movie. Uh, one of the weirder ones we've talked this season. I feel like a lot of the movies this season have been like, you know, that one's, that one's great. We I think really it really stands one. out above... Mm. I don't know our entire. I mean, yeah, this is really unique film. It's just really unique, and like like we said, I can't hate it because it's so fucking weird. (laughs) Absolutely, like it's it's an eighty million dollar original movie. Yeah, which and this is only a film original. Oh God, only a decade ago, (laughs) this was made, and like we're not gonna get. Stuff like this anymore. We're it's not like, going to get it. If we do, if we do, it'll be like an Apple TV original. It'll be like a big studio being like, "We want to make this director happy for now." And so here's a gimme. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's a gimme. Here's you know two hundred fifty million to Scorsese for for his fucking western. <laughs> and uh, still can't believe it cost that much. That's insane to me. How much did the Irishman cost? I think like 200 million. Scorsese is just like, I'm a fucking blockbuster director now, Mm. apparently. Um, So crazy. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's cool that this movie exists. I will say, um, I think it's you know it's undercooked. Uh, it doesn't totally nail the the beats and the connections, but uh, it's interesting. So, good job, Zach. I know you're still listening. Yeah, thank you, Zach, for listening. I hope I hope you took our criticism not 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 uh, personally. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, you know. So call us up, and you know, call us up just like Ken we'll, does. We'll write a script for you. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, be we'll fun fix up. We'll fix up. Uh, sh- <laughs> suck a punch. We can fix it up. We'll we'll do a rewrite. Listen, we'll do a a you know the Suicide Squad <laughs> to the original Suicide Suicide the suck, Squad the Sucker Punch the Sucker Punch <laughs> style reboot that yeah. really solidifies yeah. what you're trying to do. They're gonna it's gonna be real obnoxious like. Like the girls are just gonna talk so much to each other all the time, and they're very buddy buddy. And someone's gonna say, "Why are we stand around like assholes?" Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna put that line in there somewhere. You gotta, you gotta. gotta. It's the it's yeah. the the James Gunn reboot style mm-hmm. that we're gonna just put right on this movie, Zach. So hit yeah. us up. We'll do we'll do it for half the price, forty mil. <laughs> Give we, you a discount. Yeah. Make Maybe the movie for yeah. 40. We'll write it cheap. We'll write it real yeah. cheap. We'll get a bunch of nobodies in it. Mm-hmm. A bunch of TikTok teens. Yeah. It'll be great. TikTok but, uh, teens. And Sucker Punch, Brent, come on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you terrible person. Uh, cancel me. I'm going cancel, to jail. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it for, for Sucker Punch. Next week, we're doing Transformers with uh, our good buddy Delphin. Is going to be on for that one. Man, it follows Sucker Punch with Transformers, huh? Yeah, really, so, what a just yeah. wild. Wild ride this season. It's great. Yeah, what a wild season this <laughs> D- is. Dips and peaks, you know. Dips and peaks, hills and valleys, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we got any plugs? Any big things going on? Uh, just listen to, again, Delphin Pod and uh, cover stories and um, Bob Babu's Book, Book Club. Hey, yeah. And um, what's, it, what's the name of the book crew as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, book crew. Um, I feel yeah. like it's so terrible. I don't know the exact name of I it. But that's it. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, all the, the Delphin Pod uh, Patreon stuff. Uh, Adam and I's uh, almost three-hour Mass Effect two-parter is, I think, up there in full now. Mm-hmm. Uh, some top fives that, that uh, you know, we've done also. Um, go check all those out and, uh, you know, get vaccinated and stay healthy and, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.